Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning everyone and welcome to Think Future. My name is Chris Calabugas and once again we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We're talking innovation startups, the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. If you're watching on YouTube, smack that subscribe button and hit that bell so you can be notified when a new show comes online. And if you're listening on your favorite podcast service, please subscribe. Please drop a note on that podcast. Greatly appreciate it. That would be fantastic. So I've been gone for a couple of weeks. Just wanted to take a bit of a break, reset my head. Because sometimes you need to do that. You see, you need to just get away from everything and reset your head. I mean, when was the last time you got away from everything and reset your head? I mean, especially in this new post-pandemic world where we feel like we're working all the time, although we, I guess we felt like we were working all the time in the current, in the pandemic world. I think we still feel, I, I don't know about you, but I still feel like I'm working all the time. I still get up at 5 a.m. and I feel like I'm working, working, working. I'm working nonstop. They never get a chance for a break. I never get a chance to stop. And it's because this was happened to work, right? You work used to be these monolithic blocks where you'd get in a car and you'd commute somewhere and you would work. And then you'd get in a car and commute somewhere and you'd have you'd be at home and then you'd be leisure. But now it's all mashed up together. It's all Lego blocks of work and Lego blocks of leisure and it's all crammed together. And still some of us have trouble time managing all that. But that's not what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about innovation. I wanted to talk about disruption versus distinction. Now, I've always been a proponent of disruptive innovation. I've always said that we can go beyond, like in, every time I, I see incremental innovation, it just drives me crazy because I think there's so much more that we can do. Because I think that's where the huge changes lie. I think that's where we can make the big difference because everybody wants to make the big difference, right? We all want to dent the universe. We don't want to make small incremental changes. We want big changes. The only problem is, is that human beings have a real tough time embracing change. And the bigger the change, the tougher time they have embracing it. So I've come to the realization over years and years and years, and this some of it has to do with mimetic theory, some of it has to do with Adler, some of it has to do with other philosophies that I've sort of, sort of integrated into my innovation practice. But it seems to me that really disruptive innovation, if you try for disruptive innovation, you will almost always fail. And the reason why you will almost always fail when you try for disruptive innovation is that it's too different from what you're doing now. You could come up with a most amazing, most fantastic, most useful product ever. But if it's too different from what's already out there, it will be almost impossible for it to succeed. Because we live in a world where people only want something that's slightly better from what's already out there. Because you don't have to educate them. 
You don't have to change their mind. You don't have to convince them that this thing is better. You need... The, the problem is, is that in the world that we're in, the profit-driven world, disruptive innovations are almost impossible. Succeed very rarely. Very rarely. So what we have to do is we have to look at innovations that are distinctive but not disruptive. Something that's slightly different in a better way that people can understand and will be willing to pay for. Those are the kinds of innovations. Those ones in that narrow little slot are the ones that will be successful. Now, sure, I'm not saying that there's not going to be disruptive innovations that will be successful, sure, but the chances of them being successful are much less than the slightly incremental changes that allow people to understand exactly what you're trying to do. You're looking for distinction, not disruption. So as incipient startup founders, as most of us are, this is what we're looking for. We have to be distinctive and not disruptive. And once we're distinctive and not disruptive, then you may find that you'll be able to reach product market fit sooner. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future.